Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to the podcast where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language to help you to improve your vocabulary, your spoken English for business purposes or just for general communication. As always, I'll give you my contact details at the end of this particular podcast. So I always ask if you have anything that you'd like to me like me to include and I'm happy now to include one of your requests and from several of you you've asked me to give some details of differences between American English and British English. Well of course it's the same language or so they tell us and the Americans sometimes, I have a lot of friends in America so they won't mind me saying this, but a lot of the times Americans think they actually invented the language which of course they didn't. They changed it but they didn't invented. So lots of words have become Americanized and yes a lot of American words have found their way across the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, to the UK because of the wonderful TV series and programs and movies that the Americans have made and this has brought about an exchange of the language. So in lots of cases the language gets a little bit confused and we're not always sure whether it's a American English or British English and in lots of situations, who cares or does it really matter at all? Well, there are lots of differences and some of them are relative to where we live. Some of them are relative to our tradition. So, yeah, it can be and is important for some people. A couple of words that I really, really don't like. And this is slang words that have been introduced from America. And the two words, wanna and gonna. So, W-A-N-N-A and gonna g-o-n-n-a and they these have been picked up from movies and i hear lots of people who come to me to practice english saying i'm gonna do this and i want to do this there are no words in the english language gonna and wanna the words are i am going to and i want to okay i want to do this i'm going to do that perfect english but please not wanna and gonna okay so first lesson now, let's look at some words. What I'm going to do is going to give you the American English version, first of all, and then I'll follow it with the British English and give you an explanation where it's appropriate. So one of the easiest ones is elevator and lift. Elevator is the American word that we use when we want to get the elevator to the third floor, the fourth floor in a hotel or uh, the office. Or indeed, if we want to, in a British hotel, we take the lift. Take the lift to the third floor. Yeah, And whilst we're talking about hotels, then we have in American hotel, the lobby. And in a British English, the British hotel, the reception or the reception area. Okay, so lobby, reception. And then you take in the American lobby, you get the elevator. And in the British hotel reception area you'll get the the lift okay and when we're talking about traveling we can travel downtown from airports or railway stations to the center of the city so they call it downtown whereas in british english we call it city center downtown american english city center british english and as you say in france centre vie yeah so downtown and city centre. Driving on freeways in America, motorways in Britain. Freeway, motorway. 
when you're at home and you want to uh, take out something that is waste paper or leftover food. In America, it's referred to as garbage or trash. So you have the trash can, the garbage can, the garbage collectors. In British English, we have simply rubbish, the rubbish men. They're calling today to take away our rubbish. So garbage, trash, American English, rubbish, British English. If we're going on a flight, American Airlines, we check in our baggage. In the British Airlines, we check in our luggage. On the American Airlines, we have carry-on baggage. In the British industry, we will have hand luggage. Okay, so carry-on and hand luggage. Driving your car on the freeway in America, you go to the gas station to fill your car with gasoline, whereas in Britain, you go to the petrol station to fill your car either with petrol or diesel. You can also call the petrol station the filling station, but petrol or filling station, British English, gas station for the um, American English. And when we're talking about cars, different parts of the car, the two most common, the front of the car where the engine is usually located in American English is referred to the hood. Look under the hood. And in British English, lift the bonnet. Like a hat, lift the bonnet. And the back of the car where you put the luggage usually in American English is referred to as the trunk. And in British English, the boot. The spare wheel is in the boot. Put the luggage in the trunk. Okay? Houses are also areas where there are differences. Um, the very top of the house in American English is referred to as the loft, whereas the top part of the house under the roof, immediately under the roof in British English, is referred to as the attic. And in the very opposite of the house, in the lower part underground, American English, the basement. And if you're lucky enough to have one in a house in the UK, very seldom, it's called the cellar. So basement, American English, cellar in the um, British English, but many, many houses, most houses in Britain don't have cellars. But you see lots of them in America with basements. We're talking about gadgets, particularly in the uh, handheld devices. American English cell phone or my cell, whereas in British English mobile and on the continent of Europe often referred to as a handy. Yeah, But mobile phone, British English, cell phone american english give me your mobile number give me your cell number if you want to go to the cinema or you want to go to the theater you have to get your tickets so in america you stand in a line in british english you queue you stand in a queue you queue or you stand in a line in america in the queue in british english and of course if we want to watch something on in the cinema the americans refer to it as movies whereas for many years we referred to it in british english as going to see a film yeah but now we've adopted the word movie and everybody uses movie so it begins to merge where there's there's little or no difference and that's again the influence of american books and the, the film industry and the uh, whole influence of hollywood 
And apart from the actual words themselves, we often have the words spelt differently. And there's a big, big difference. Very annoying for me with my um, uh, laptop that often has Americanized English so that when I spell a word or misspell a word, uh, the American option comes up. So words like theatre in uh, American English are spelt E-R, where in British English, uh, R-E, but we get the same pronunciation. Centre, city centre in American English, the centre is again ending in E-R, British English, R-E. So there are lots and lots of words like that. And the letter S is often used in British English, whereas the letter Z or Z is used in American English, yeah, to normalize something. Yeah? So we get, and those words now are used uh, very, very frequently in um, British English. So, as I said, we get this uh, merging or where the, the words uh, come together and eventually people can't tell the difference between one language and the other. Overall, of course, we're speaking the same language. English is English, whether it's spoken in the US or it's spoken in Britain. I prefer, of course, British English and those from across the pond will, of course, be brought up on and educated in Americanized English and it can be different. But there are many, many words that are similar and it's those differences that unite us. And of course, we we shouldn't forget our friends down under in Australia who also have some very interesting words that uh, they have invented or created that bear no resemblance to American English or indeed to British English. And perhaps one of these days I'll cover those for you as well. Okay, so that's just a a good uh, introduction into some of the very popular and more common words that we have American English and British English. Okay, well, as always, thanks for listening to me. If you want to contact me again, well, you can do so on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. I'm always happy to hear your comments, criticisms, or whatever you wish to add. And I'm very happy that you have joined me. Thanks for listening and join me again soon. Well, while I'm talking to you, I just want to let you know about my one-to-one English lessons. If you're interested in learning English at a very high level and you want to learn it in an informative and friendly way, well, come to the English Lesson via Skype school and both myself and the other teachers will be delighted to help you with one-to-one lessons using Skype or Zoom or other platforms. And just for you guys out there, those of you who are listening to the podcast, there's a special offer. So if you join our lessons any time in the next three months, well, we're going to give you a 10% discount on the normal fees. So whether you're buying two lessons, four lessons, six, eight, ten, whatever the number is, we will give you a 10% discount on those purchases and future purchases. So it's a great offer for you. It's a great opportunity for you to come and learn online. It's a growing trend. I've been doing it for many, many years, but it's very important now and you can do it in the comfort of your own home so look out for that special offer and come and join us thanks for listening